Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the AEW Dynamite Post Show here on Fightful. It's Sour Graps Edition again. We did this like a month ago. Sean is doing stuff. And so we have Kate here instead, and then I switch over to the other side, and then we're going to talk about this. Don't worry, we're not going to be too sour, though, except for about one thing. Well, two things. One thing in the middle that was legitimately awful, and one thing at the end that I have a problem with, but I'm the only one in the world who does. So, <laughs> Kate's here. Let's talk. Correct. You are not Sean, but please get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, too, where you can get... In addition to everything we've been providing you, some great NXT scoops. Uh, if you got on there, you would know that the Dragonoff injury is a work, which is good <laughs> news. Um, not sure why they thought that was good creative direction to go in NXT world, but uh, a lot more happening on FightfulSelect.com. you got all the Danielson news. You've got Seth Rollins contract news. Tons of contract news coming up in 2024. And hey, if you like what you see with me and Alex tonight, you also get alternative Pay-per-view post shows back there. We'll do all of your AEW Dynamite ones behind the paywall. The younger, sexier show behind the paywall. Um, and we do the NXT ones live on the main as well for pay-per-view. So feel free to subscribe if you want to be cool like 10,500 other people. And join us there. And we ask you to do so much for us in the beginning of these. But right. if you could leave a thumbs up on this video, it does always help us. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. That always helps. Um, so this, uh, th this was a stacked card coming yes. into it. I did not know how they were going to fit everything into 
um, into one evening. I was like, well, I mean, like they got those we'll hear from segments. I mean, obviously they won't push one of those to over 10 minutes when it probably should have been just a minute or two. They won't do that derailing all the momentum of an otherwise great show by putting the mic in a person who likes to suck the air out of everything, but they won't do that. But otherwise we had a, we had a, a faster than usual kind of a classic match and they, they brought everything in in a tidy two hours and five minutes. Uh, I, I honestly felt like outside of the God awful segment in the middle, it was a <laughs> pretty good episode of dynamite. Yeah. I thought it was quite good. The continental classic. We talked about it last time it was on here. That was, I think two or three weeks ago now has just been such a shot in the arm for the AEW product as far as the phrase going around, restore the feeling or whatever. And it really has. And that we're just getting back to what AEW's wheelhouse is, in my opinion, of really fantastic matches. And you made a great point clarifying that it's not even necessarily building a ton of, okay, these are all the stories you're going to have coming out of it, but we are getting a lot of character arcs in, in it. And we've right. seen a lot of that tonight. Now, I know you're not going to like the booking at the end. We'll get mm-hmm. there, but I do think there is some interesting story that got built out of that as opposed to character arc. So I'm open to it. Um, it is kind of begging the question of what is the point of a draw if not here? My way would have been a better story too, but we'll, now, we'll, 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 we'll talk. We'll talk. I'm not we'll talk. saying that, we'll talk. but I, I don't, I'm not going to hate on it as much as you, but um, I, I do think this is one of those things when, when dynamite is great, it's one of those things where you look at the clock and you're like, how is it already nine 30 or how is that right. already coming down to 10 o'clock that has come back with these continental classic episodes. Right. Um, cause you're just getting so much great in ring action at once. And so night, what we saw, I feel like kicking off the show was a match that I never knew I needed. But then when the bell rang, I was like, Oh, I forgot how much these guys operate in the same right. world. Right. Put this in my veins for sure. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, uh, someone wants you in their veins. Casa 86 oh. says Kate is here. LFG. Um, go. <laughs> oh, is that what that spends for? Okay. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, we, we got uh, a Saturday C2 match on a Wednesday. Yes. Um, because I guess they're trying to catch everybody up by a certain date, which means Andrade's got to pull double duty this week. Andrade's got to fight somebody on Saturday after winning, spoiler alert, winning today. Now, going into this, and see, over on Fightful Select, on Saturdays, after a week of C2 stuff, Kate and I get together and spend literally 45 minutes dissecting (laughs) all of the possibilities, what happened, what's going to happen, what could happen. If this happened, then that needs to happen, which can't happen. So it must be back to point A. And then we're going to do, we we have a branch. It's basically the the meme from Always Sunny, except there's no bulletin board. But it's With the, there is no Carol in HR. We're like, there are no draws in this tournament. It's inside my brain. It's not on a board. It's all inside my brain, which is why I'm a special brand of crazy. So, um, and I can't Brody, do math. So this partnership right. works out so well for me. Right. Um, I'm going to talk more about the, the thing with, um, the Samoa Joe segment, hangman, that kind of stuff. I want to talk about that. All of a piece at the very end, so we can dissect who's who and what's what. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip that. I'm gonna do this now. Okay, so just so you think I forgot all about Roddy versus Hangman. I didn't. I want to talk about Brody versus Andrade first. Great match. Great. Um, match. 
great match and they did a lot on commentary to to um to tell us about how much beef andrade has put is put on recently and that he's actually one of the bigger stronger dudes in this tournament it's basically like brody king is the huge guy and andrade is as strong as literally anybody else so him just putting brody in a headlock for like the first five minutes that brody couldn't get out of was was really interesting to establish that to establish that he was as much of an equal to brody king's power as anybody in this tournament um Brody having come in, taken a week off, but won against Eddie in a surprise, and then won against Claudio in a match that I thought might have gone to a draw, but just kidding, there are no draws in this tournament. Um, He was was riding a wave of momentum after those two wins that seemed to have subsided simply because he hasn't had a match since then. Now the guy who's got momentum is Andrade, which is really interesting the way that they've booked like what momentum is in this tournament. Um, but Andrade, after beating Danielson, looked unbeatable. And it turns out, uh, as if you DDT a guy onto the top turnbuckle um screw thing, then you are unbeatable because that's what happened up on up on the I've never seen that before, where they were fighting for position on the top rope and Andrade like DDT'd him onto the exposed turnbuckle. What is that called? The specific name for it. Strut? I think the turnbuckle strut. Um, I'm not going to argue that. Sure. And <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he uh, he then he then he got back in the ring and hit him with the hammerlock DDT and won. And I was like, oh well, now now I have to rethink all of my. You know, like when you when you do um, March Madness and you fill out the bracket for your office pool or just for fun or whatever you you submit it to one of those websites. Maybe you submit four or five just in case the the thing that you thought was going to happen in round three doesn't happen i had to go look through all of my other brackets to be like well now that brody's lost now i got to figure out what the rest of this goes because the the gold league i still think has the same finals we all thought it was going to the blue league is entirely up for grabs and very very weird weird to me if brody won this I absolutely could see him then uh, losing to Danielson and maybe even a crazy upset somehow Daniel Garcia gets the best of him. But with Andrade winning it, now like Andrade is going to face Claudio and we, it feels like he's got to lose that match because Claudio's got a, a reason to beat him um, because you don't want Claudio to have so little points in the tournament anyway. But also... He hurt Danielson, Claudio, and he got chippy after the match on Saturday. So you think Claudio has a reason to beat him. But also, if what everybody seems to be telling me is going to be true, and we're going to get Eddie Kingston winning out to somehow get into the finals, Andrade's got to lose to Eddie Kingston, too. Is Andrade going to win three in a row looking amazing and then lose two in a row to be yanked out of the tournament is that the way they're going to book it they could but it certainly was not how i saw this going like they're doing some really intricate stuff in the blue league if what they are actually doing and what i thought they were doing for sure up until this match was booking eddie kingston to win out and danielson to be the other guy at the top so we got a rematch of eddie kingston versus danielson in, in the in the blue league finals but now, 
I that's that is not at all something that looks like a sure thing in any way. So what I love about this, and you pointed this out when we talked about it on Saturday on Select, was I love that there is one league where it feels like two guys are kind of on lock for sure, and then there's another league where it's like anybody's ball game right now. Like having the differential in those two blocks makes it so interesting, and I absolutely love that because the types of intrigue that you get are very, very different from yes. from both sides, and I, I just applaud them for that because that it's so nice when there's not redundancies in your blocks mm-hmm. like that. Um, I loved this match. The spot where Andrade was hung up in the ropes and shout yep. out to our friends at Wrestling Brain who they do a great job. If you just like, if you like listening to genuine nice people on places other than Fightful, which is weird, talk about wrestling. The Wrestling Brain crew is great. Um, but they had said like that spot where he's just hung up in the corner, bro. <laughs> he's just chopping Andrade. Looked so great. I loved, I loved the little things of, it felt like Andrade in the beginning was looking around for <laughs> CJ and then realized like, oh, right, nobody else can be out here. And I just adore that because to what you said and what commentary said, other than Brody, Andrade's the big guy in this. Um, so I, I really, really liked those little touches of just like, oh, this is the only guy who is stronger than me, who outweighs me, all these things. Like, this is the place where I could use some help and I'm not going to get it. Uh, but Andrade, I think we're both in agreement too. I know you you feel this way. Using the hammerlock DDT and not the figure eight, thank God. Let's go back to that. Mwah. Looks so much better. Um, these guys just beat the crap out of each other, and it was a whole heck of a lot of fun. I love that it has felt like um, momentum hot potato to your point, where it wasn't that Brody was taking losses. We just hadn't seen him in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden things look a little different. And Andrade's thread now of Claudio – and then facing Eddie, like you have to get through Claudio. What if he softens him up for Eddie? That's the opposite mm-hmm. of what Claudio wants to do. Like there's so right. much fun storytelling in the sequencing of how these matches are unfolding too. Of like, yeah. if Andrade is beat down for Eddie, Claudio is kind of shooting himself in the foot in a way. So right. it's just really, really interesting. And I, I love how different both brackets feel. It, it makes it such a, a pleasant watch. And the matches have just like this one, Ben world class, but we're not so going to see another big Haas type thing mm-hmm. in here, right? So, no. I mean, not that Claudio is a little dude, but not in the same way that these guys kind of seem to be. So, yeah, this is funny. Like Brent saying, with the math, Eddie is cheering on Claudio now. Like, like it's 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 crazy, right? Yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, but that that was an uh, an absolute excellent match. Um, I yeah, I'm. I'm very, very excited to see where the rest of this goes. Uh, Andrade versus Claudio with Claudio having a grudge should be a really, really cool match. Um, it is it is absolutely coming down to um, the final matches in in the Gold League as well as the, the rest, wh- everything else that's going on. Um, but it, like, there's so many intricate things. Um, because we have now two more collisions and one more dynamite worth of matches. So the dynamite guys have know what their final opponent is and what they got to do. We got two more things of, we got another one of collision to like, to figure out what they're going to do here to do the next collision. This is, this has been by far, I think the, the most fun I've had, like watching 
um, uh, an AEW um, extended angle tournament kind of a thing because it just feels like um, I'm I'm always like this is why I love that they that they did such a great job of putting in the blue league especially all these guys that I'm like. I don't even, I mean, I don't know who wins that match. Like I, I love, I love the going into like, okay, I'm reasonably sure Brody King wins tonight versus Andrade because I know he has to lose to Danielson, but then Brody loses to Andrade. And now I have no idea no what's clue. going on. That is really cool. That feels like sports to me. You this know? tournament also feels just so careful and intentional where sometimes I think I would, I've talked to a friend who was like, man, I get some AEW tournament fatigue and I get that. It can yeah. feel like a crutch sometimes, but this feels more yeah. like a reset button in a really, really, really good way. The only thing that I would love to see creatively that we don't see is those moments where you said like, Eddie is now cheering Claudio on math-wise. I would love, because we all know they have picture-in-picture -picture technology, if they right. would just shoot to guys watching in the back, losing their minds a little bit, especially as yep. we get in these later rounds, like... Yeah, I would love that's such a sports feel to me of like um, when you have teams that are trying to get the wild card in, in baseball, you're like rooting for certain guys you would never root for to win. And, you know, those teams are back in their own locker rooms watching the results yeah. of those games. Like I would love to see Eddie Kingston do anything, but I would love yeah. to see Eddie Kingston watching that, like not rooting for Claudio, but kind of rooting for Claudio stuff. Just those, mm -hmm. those little nuances, I think, would be a really fun, creative ad. Yeah. Um... So uh, Brett Lockman saying, we got some math ahead of us in the last week. This is so much fun. Your fun may vary on, on math. <laughs> I, I love, I love like hypothetical talking about um, standings and whatnot of who's beating who. I don't really think of it in math. But if you do think of it in math leagues, Andrada has nine points. Danielson has six. Brody King has six. They have not faced each other yet. So that's a huge match. Uh, Kingston's got three points. He has to win out. Do you have any chance? Any chance. Claudio has three points. He has to win out to have any chance. But, like, Eddie beat him. Right? Mm -hmm. So, then if they're tied, then they also have said this. If, let's say, there is a three-way tie-ish of, of points, uh, only two guys are getting into the league final. So, it, it comes down to head-to-head. -to -head. If you're tied and you beat the other guy, you go into the final and he doesn't. So there's a big deal there. Uh, Garcia is 0-3. He is eliminated, but he may also be the one eliminating other people later. Fun, fun thing. Which is fun really possibility. Good. Um, which is really good. They've already announced uh, Danielson versus Brody King. Um, wait, no, wait. Yes, all this Saturday. Uh, Andrade versus Claudio and Kingston versus Garcia this Saturday. So it uh, if Brody King beats Danielson, Danielson's out. That's just the way it works to me. So if Danielson beats Brody King, Brody King is out. Andrade so versus Claudio. Now we're Cla getting into like sudden death-ish stuff, which is yeah. Andrade versus Claudio. I assume Claudio wins. Sure. Because because if Andrade loses, he's not necessarily out of the tournament yet. And Eddie Kingston beats Garcia because Eddie Kingston, everyone seems to be in agreement. Eddie Kingston is one half of the final somehow, which means he has to get some help and win out versus uh, Garcia and Andrade in order to get into the, into the Blue League final. So there's, there's a lot of crazy stuff. 
Um, uh, God bless Renee, but introducing the Von Erics is I'm here with some of the Von Erics. It's like, yes, because the rest of them can't be here, <laughs> Renee. The, the rest of them can't well, be what's here. What's he supposed to say? The remaining <laughs> Von Erics? That's so messed I'm, up. I'm here with Kevin Von Erich and his two sons, okay, whatever their names were. Isn't like some of the Von Erics is like, I mean, some of the Von Erics. Um, but but it was <laughs> nice to see them there. They got a good response. And uh, immediately I hear, hello, it's, it is I. And I'm like, oh no, are they going to have a match versus Danhausen? No, he was just accompanying Orange Cassidy. He was like, hey, um, I, I, I'm in a six man tag on Rampage. Do you two guys want to team with me? And Dan I was like, you have betrayed us. And I was like, <laughs> and Trent's like, come on, man. What, we're, we're right here. Like, no, but I figured I would ask them because, you know, Texas. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Texas. Of course, <laughs> and Texas. so we're going to get Orange Cassidy and like the the the, the next generation of the Von Erics yes. in a, a six-man tag. That's cool. That but, is. Uh, two it of them was, are a standout on the MLW tag picture. They've been yeah. really, really solid there. The MLW is always a, an interesting little picture, but yeah. they've done some some really solid work there. And that's a, a fun thing to throw together. And also, as they're trying to build those live crowds back up, yeah. like that's a that's a fun thing that only that crowd will get to experience. So I applaud them for for doing that because that right. makes your going there live experience special. Right, Chris. Um, uh, Christian, by the way, missed opportunity. Just uh, of, yeah. of all, like, they're just any, like, I guess, I guess it's not their father. Their father is alive, but like their uncle isn't, and 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 the brother isn't. I don't know. Can you can can he? Do you just pick any male family members to to? You know? If someone can make it work, it's mm. <laughs> it's Christian mm -hmm. and the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. we just get a, a thing of him on Rampage somewhere. Yep. With that, mm -hmm. but yeah. Feels like it um, should be there. All right. Let's let's get into this. Uh, oh wait, hold on. We have some here we go. Let's just get it. Let's get some nice pleasantries out of the way, and then we'll go into something that's not very pleasant at all. Um uh JP says, uh, happy holidays. Please talk me off the ledge that AW has lost all direction and momentum. Everything's a bit stale and without a lot of planning. I guess Pleasant Trace is only Happy Holidays. Everything's a bit stale without a lot of planning. The tournament is good, but I don't see it long term, and I am worried MJF is going to bolt. No, MJF is signed a long time ago, I think. Um, uh, I I love I for the in the for the most part I love what they are doing, uh, both with the the Who Done It or Who Is It. The Scooby-Doo, who's the guy behind the mask plot line is very intriguing to me. Uh, and I love the tournament. Um, I think Tony Storm is an amazing character as women's champion. Um, I really like Ricky and Big Bill. I just need them to get as far away from Chris Jericho as possible. FTR is still there doing great stuff. You figure that they're, they're going to be a major part of everything going on. Let's let, like little like we got the House of Black versus FTR. That's a thing that's happening exclusively on Saturdays, but that's amazing. I'm honestly in a. I feel like they're in a really good place right now. I actually, yeah, I, I'm on the same page as you. I was feeling that way for a while, but I feel like the C2 for me, yeah, as someone who has fallen in love with New Japan, particularly the, this year. So tournaments have always been for me. 
round robin tournaments to me are the most fun, but it's a different sort of storytelling if you're not warmed up to it. I don't, that, not trying to to say anything about where you're at as a fan. Um, I, have, I have no idea how long or you've been watching or how, but if you feel like tournaments don't have story, let this one play all the way out. So I, I think there's some good stuff going on. I feel like Samoa Joe and, and Max will be great. I like what's going on in the women's picture a lot for the first time in a really, really long time. It's nice to say that. I don't like Ruby Soho taking clean losses, but like, I get it. I get where they're going with things, which is refreshing. I, uh, I, I disagree with that chat because I, I feel like I do see where the pieces of this tournament mm -hmm. are going long-term. So just yeah. go week by week with it would be my recommendation. Mm -hmm. um, uh, on Tuesdays, you guys, we do puns. We do wrestling puns where you just like pick a wrestler or a wrestling maneuver or anything in wrestling. And then you pair it with a topic and make a pun out of it. It's really good. And it's, quite lucrative for fightful um so uh for super for example, and Humper Chats, like we had real estate and someone said zillow nightingale like, yes exactly yes that's an um, entryway right uh I'll, uh what, what was what was the one from bigelow i forgot what it was that bungalow Baby bungalow bam bam bungalow <laughs> for houses was bam northern bam lights bungalow. duplex we got some really northern good lights duplex we had some really good ones this time in honor of the worst show Worst segment on the show. Let's do things that are gold. Gold puns. Gold puns. Obviously, Goldberg. That's kind of obvious. Think of something better than Goldberg. But think, anything that's gold that's better than the Golden Jets. And spoiler alert, everything is better than the Golden Jets that is gold. Um, I don't know what, it, what it, this is innate of. Like... I, I don't know how anybody thinks this is good. Poor Kenny Omega. You know what? I'm going to say this. Kenny Omega, a fantastic tag partner. You know why? Because he's out there with Chris Jericho, who is just god-awful. And Chris, it's Kenny, Omega, Kenny Omega says, you know what? I'm also going to be god-awful. Because I need to support my teammate by by bringing myself down to his level so i won't outshine him in every way possible these i don't know what comedy this was passing for we got a we got hey remember the firm i'm like yeah that was a weird thing that only existed because cm punk was supposed to be there but then he wasn't and then we got rid of it like but now it's flaccid that was a thing from like over a year ago this is uh, none of these jokes landed then you have Big Bill and Ricky Starks come out there and like Chris Jericho's like, I know I'll improv some jokes. And none of those, none of that. Like basically just Ricky Starks, went, well, that fell flat. It 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 none of this. Like they're doing Enzo Amore jokes is, is as current as they can possibly go. Wow. Well, I will say this about Kenny Omega. I, I think he was going a step beyond trying to be nice to Chris Jericho and what he was trying to do was give us a nice segue for our Blue Chew ad read because we don't even have to be cute. We don't even have to create a segue, all right? He's just out here talking about flaccid penises, and I don't even have to be like, if you, whatever, whatever. No, I can just play this ad from Sean because Kenny Omega set us up for it. Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy, do I have a product for you. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful will help fix that. BlueChew, 
has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work a lot faster because it's a chewable. It's also much more affordable. Use that promo code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. One of the best parts, it's discreet. No awkward in-person doctor's visits. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door when approved by an online physician. You want to check this out. It will help you. It is a good product. It will make your sex life better. BlueChew.com, the code Fightful. Good well, I turned heel on you guys mm-hmm. by accident because I just played the wrong ad spot. So you're getting three tonight. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you no, guys indeed. thought the worst thing on the show was going to be us talking about the Golden Jets, and it's nope. not. You're going to get nope. hit with an extra ad spot tonight right. because I'm dumb. Yeah. But... Yes, this was terrible. You can you can continue with the terribleness of this. Um, Adam Weller says, I didn't walk with Elias. Sometimes I breathe with the switchblade. But tonight, as the Golden Jack spoke, I groaned with the Pulowski. Stay strong, mate. Uh, that was, that was, I was groaning. It was, everyone was groaning. The entire audience was groaning at this thing. Um, Absolute assholes. Right? Um, uh, like, hey, I know, uh, we'll take your last name and his first name. We'll call you Big Billy Starks. Nobody does anything because it's really dumb. And then, and then Ricky's like, well, that fell flat. No, I can get it. Right. Big Billy Starks. Big Billy Starks. Three guys. Big Billy Starks. Like nothing. And one of them was probably like Billy Starks' dad. Like this was rough. And yeah. Ricky tried. Ricky tried so hard at the he end. He tried. He tried to figure out a way to, to get out of this thing, but like, no. Uh, I did like him saying, like, Je- Kenny Omega, I have no problem with you. Thank you for AEW. This is <laughs> this is nice working here. But Jericho, all you do is suck the life out of everything. Um, JP says, Alex's favorite wrestler of all time and Omega. Their promo was really terrible. Omega was especially bad, and there was zero chemistry. Ricky and Bill tried to carry it, but that was a uh, oh boy. Uh, Jordan Cooper says Jericho's segment was kind of like a middle school essay that was due that you procrastinated on, so you quickly wrote it in the cafeteria 30 minutes before class. I mean, it, it I, I don't even think they spent 30 minutes on it, honestly. Um, Heal uh, Jericho doing this kind of humor, in, not for, Jericho can't do anything right for you, mm-hmm. but. For other mm-hmm. people, can kind of get away with this face. Jericho doing this has worked mm-hmm. neither time that they've mm-hmm. tried it. This relationship with Kenny makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think it's hard for Kenny to go do something that like this isn't mm-hmm. his wheelhouse to begin with. And why am I doing it is extremely mm-hmm. vague. Like yeah. him and Chris Jericho's partnership has never felt properly justified mm-hmm. to me as well. as This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This just not being very good creative. And they're yeah. supposed to be the faces in this. It just doesn't connect. Mm-hmm. Really hoping the Young Bucks come back and cost them that shot so that we can get away from this as, yeah. as soon as possible. But this, yeah. this just did not work. This segment right. was brutal. This, I was uh, like, we could have just not done an overrun and just like. Yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Baco 5 says the Golden Jets uh, and Ricky Stark segment was about as um, awkward as a newly together couple playing tonsil hockey at a family Christmas party. Tonsil hockey. Well, tonsil hockey is the best word for it since they are both Canadian. Um, Meet Normus, <laughs> saying, uh, Meet Normus just being very succinct about it, saying this segment was poopy and made me sad. So, <laughs> well, th- first of all, thank you for sending in money to say that. We appreciate that. And uh, no notes, 10 out of 10 chat. This, yep. this was poopy and it did also make me sad. JW Pringle saying Jericho laid Austin Theory's golden egg. Remember, <laughs> is that canon? Um, uh, Jam Beard uh, says, I prefer my name for them, Team Big Ricky. I just feel like Starks and Big Bill is fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's all yeah, right. No, but yeah, they don't need to have a, a name for them. Um, like I don't know why they like, we're the golden jets. Get, Get it? Because Kenny Omega has another tag name that has golden in it, and also we're both from Winnipeg, where the Jets play. Like it's not like it was a, a remotely clever, you know. Like okay, it, and like also not for nothing, but I went on a very long and I felt justified rant about like CM Punk, are you anything more than Chicago? Yeah. Like Chicago, 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 March, Chicago. I come back to Chicago. Yeah. Too much Canada. It's too much Canada. No offense, Canada. I'm it very is. jealous of your health care, etc. However, like Ethan Page and Kenny had a match because Canada. And now this yeah. tag team is together because Canada. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know, it's probably because Joel Pearl's from Canada. And like, yeah, but, could be. Like, yeah. Oh, just, definitely. Too much, um, too much like, hey, you're from this geographic location. That means you and right. I are on the same page. They So they set up the tag title defense at 
world's end. The end of the world will be when Chris Jericho pins. <laughs> um, but uh, it was very funny that they did the whole segment and the music starts. And then Jericho has to, in order to get the last word, be like, see you on the 30th. Like, it was just like, come on, come on. Seamus Dunn saying like, why, why, why did he have the, very corny? Yes. Very corny. Him getting the, the, the last word in over the theme music. Very much so. Um, um, Tim sent in a Humper Chat, humperchats.com. Why does Chris Jericho have to ruin everything? Ricky got in a few shots, but even his star power wasn't enough to make this dog shit segment better. I think it made me even more annoyed at the mock swerve finish than I should have been. Otherwise, the C2 is gold. See, some other people are annoyed. And blue. Um, so, um, I, we forgot to mention this, Kate. This is one of those things that I that I that you and I, I've trained you very well to, to fight find these things as because this is my this is my deal. During the Andrade and Brody King match, Andrade did his like fake kick spinning back elbow thing that like knocked King for a loop. And Excalibur was remember it was that very move that broke the orbital bone of of uh, Brian Danielson, and I was like. So it was kayfabe, bruh. Come on, it was supposed to be Okada that did that. That's why they're having the match at Wrestle Kingdom. If Andrade was the one that did it, (laughs) why is why why he said you broke my face, Okada? I'm coming for you at Wrestle Kingdom. (laughs) I kind of like that. Brian Danielson is just he's been so injured at this point this year that he's just like, you broke me. But I'm fighting you because of it. Um, is I'm I'm actually yeah. on board with that. No, Okada That's still right. did break his arm, so not all k yeah. is, is lost. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, he uh, a little swing and a miss there because yeah. the real reason got reported. Yeah. Um. So uh, Riho uh, defeated Ruby So Ruby Soho because Soho. that's not it's not but it's it's not her though. Because no. Ruby Soho has green hair, green hair, and this is a very different person. So Tony Storm is completely lo- loopy, and I love it. Um, she's great. This is wonderful. Apparently, Luther had a touch of the gout, and so uh, the traveling gout, I believe, is what they called it. The tra- the traveler's gout, and so I, I let him stay home, and he's making me a meal. I hope the gout isn't isn't catching. But anyway, um, uh, the one thing about this is that I I was I was watching. I came into this late. So I, I I I came into the room and I just saw Riho with a pinfall on what I assumed was the referee, but I was like, <laughs> why is why is the referee wearing like because it was all black and white vertical stripes and I was like, that's very confusing. Uh, okay, it's fine, but I was like, it, it you know what it looked like? It looked like somebody who was like a really cool character. It's like I'm the special guest refer- referee tonight. No, I'm not wearing that shirt. I got my oh, own please. gear for being. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, Were you like, is... oh no, Karen Jarrett's back. <laughs> We're yeah. having something with Aubrey again. Yeah. Um, I uh I I think I think Tony's amazing. She's obviously you know gonna have this match versus Rio. Um I thought Ruby was going to I knew she was going to lose. Um, but I assumed there was gonna be stuff with Ange Parker and um Soraya and all these other the stuff that they're doing backstage. But I guess that only happens on Rampage. So and if you showed it on Dynamite, nobody would know what the heck was happening. Maybe that's it. I suppose. But Alex, one thing I know is that I'm ready for my close up. 
I'm loving Tony Storm so much. She's so funny. Ruby Soho mm -hmm. sent me so much. Mm -hmm. um, there is a mm -hmm. story there for Tony Storm and the real Ruby Soho at mm -hmm. some point. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I hope they get there, but I also I feel so stuck with Ruby because it feels like she can't handle not, not that she can't handle. She's no. great. But like her character should not be put in positions right. that are big spots where she loses very much more. Like next time she gets built up, it needs to be for a big win. Well, um, she's, she's not being built up. Like she's recently lost to Sky Blue and other people. She's she's a person who takes losses right now, but she's got her own backstage segment again that happens exclusively on Rampage. So yes. like it's it is a th they're doing something with her to, to like give her a reason to do stuff. Um uh, Which is good. I, We're I want out. her to be built up again, and when she is, I agree with you. At that point, she needs to stop taking losses. But yes. right now, she's just a, a really great worker who's going to make whoever she wrestles look like a million bucks and take the loss. And that's unfortunate. But she has she is right now in her Dolph Ziggler era. <laughs> it should have been me. Uh Wags in the chat also pointing out the line. Yes, she was first, but we had asbestos too. Was <laughs> unbelievable. Like yeah. what a, a riot. Yeah. And yeah. Um, to your point, and it's a good one. Like this all, all comes from somewhere. Like this is her yeah. being unhinged. She lost her title and then went on this. What am I not enough of a star for you anymore? Mm -hmm. And now we've gone all the way to here where she's champion again. And I just love that we can identify the breaking point of where it was and it was when she lost the title. So what happens next yeah. time she loses the title mm -hmm. is going to be extremely silly. I thought this match was really good. Like Ruby has kind of a specific style and I didn't know if her and Riho were going to have chemistry, but they did like it, it really, really clicked in. Um, I'm one of those people. I'm not a Riho hater, but I am one of those people that struggles with the fact that she is extremely tiny. Um, yeah. And she's really done a great job of, I feel like, improving her move set to match her size a little bit. Because when you look at someone like Mercedes Monet, she's also very tiny, but yeah. her move set is very sneaky and intimidating. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I feel like she's come a long way in that regard, too. And it's it's created a really special connection with the crowd. However, yeah. where's the lead pipe? She should always be bringing a lead pipe to the Yeah, room. Yeah, she should just have it on her at all times. Um, uh we got another package for Wardlow who says MJF's world is coming to an end. Oh, what a coincidence. There happens oh God, to be a, a similarly named pay-per-view. Get out of town and take a yeah. bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but no, like he's like, I've I've taken anybody who's in front of me, including people while I've been wearing a mask and uh long sleeve lycra shirts. So, like, we'll we'll talk more about this at the end about who's who and what's what in the in the devil faction. Uh, but um, I, I I appreciate that they're giving Wardlow in character as Wardlow um, vignettes and everything to like make him important, so that when he when when it is revealed that he's part of the all the all the guys in this in this in the in the masks and whatnot, that that it will it will not feel like he's just just a guy who's the big guy in there, but like, he's got a specific reason for being there. So yeah. I, like I was that. literally just looking at our settings to see if uh, there was a way to turn it black and white because Alex, I was going to ask you for your close up. But you, I, I don't know. I don't know what that, I don't know how that would be. 
Can you, can you make it black and white? Can you can you do it I black and white? If you can't make it black and white, then there will be no close up. Uh, I'll well, be in my, I'm going to be in my trailer. Uh, well, if you are going to have a close up soon and you need to do some trimming in your nether regions, in your yam bag region. A close up on where, Kate? In your yam bag region, as Taz would say. Okay. Just in, you just might... in case I'm going to have a close-up in my yam bag region. <laughs> just saying. If okay. someone else is getting close-up, I'm not saying it's right. a camera. I'm not saying it's okay. all going to turn black and white. Okay. But I'm just saying you want to be prepared. You want to have the star look at any possible time because uh -huh. I screwed up my other segue. Uh -huh. I don't appreciate your lack uh -huh. of support on this one, but Manscaped's got you covered either way. Surely you didn't think that just because I'm not physically on this show that we would shave off our ad reads, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Because we're busy shaving something else off, my friends. Make sure you have those manicured nuts with Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. Oh, man. You don't want to look like you've gone through a main event match with your nutsack. When you're trying to care for them. And Manscaped makes sure that you don't with that perfect package 4.0. The hygiene bundle includes a lawnmower 4.0, weed whacker, boxers, travel kit, and liquid formulations. That lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof with advanced skin safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts. And even has a light to help you with your close shave. The weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Make sure you whack those nasty weeds in your delicate holes. And it also has proprietary skin-safe technology. But even beyond that, you get the boxers. You get the travel bag. They've got a foot duster. They've got a crop reviver. It's a ball toner, of all things. Plus the crop preserver to prevent chafing. Manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL. Manscaped.com. So yeah, so Wardlow, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so Jambeard says, "Not gonna lie, I'm kind of hoping that when Tony loses her title, she's a better version of the of the broke bumass Corbin uh, character, since we already saw the crazy angle." Um, it, it all depends. Like, there's she is delusional. But she has not gone fully insane. Like, if they do the thing that I hope they do, where it's actually Mariah May, who is her understudy for a while, and then um, Tony gets jealous, and then she fights Mariah May, and Mariah May beats her for the title, that could send her spiraling. Like, her, her makeup is smeared. She's got this crazy mascara that she's always been crying. Her hair is crazy. Luther has left her. She's out there wearing, like everything's fought like her 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 beautiful sumptuous fur robes are like tattered and worn and stuff there's some cool stuff you can do there um Li Liberace her, Del her, castles trying to right. play her out of her room and she won't come yes. out of the room right i need um, castle i know me too i would also like that but what i don't need is her forgetting how can openers work because she is poor because uh, yes that, that was what, what they did got. with what we did with baron corbin so um Hey, more more uh, more continental classic stuff. 
uh, Roosh defeated Jay Lethal in as close to a squash as we're going to get in this tournament. Yes. He choked him out the same way that he got choked out by um, by uh, Moxley, except for this time Jay Lethal tapped out. Um, uh, Jay Lethal is now uh, 0 and 4. His last match is against his uh, former best friend, Mark Briscoe. And this is the beginning of something. I don't know what yet, but spoiler alert, Mark Briscoe is also 0-4, and he is facing. And there's no reason for them to do that match. It doesn't affect the standings. They have no they have no way of actually – there's no reason for them to do it. They could shake hands and say, we, we agree to a draw. But they're definitely going to do a thing where, like, this is for pride. Let's really go. So either you have Jay spiraling – needing the victory, becoming obsessed with it, and doing something really terrible to his friend to secure it, or it's Mark who brings him back over to the good side and away from the Jarrett people. So, because because Jay, after this match, was dejected. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't take encouragement from Jeff Jarrett or his wife or the tall guy. Like, wouldn't wouldn't get any of that. And, and um, I don't remember his name. Sad name saying. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and yeah, it was, uh, it, yeah, it was, uh, this was, this, this is interesting to me because of, of a very, very ancillary storyline coming out of the tournament between two guys who are old friends who are both winless in four matches. And, and the fact that you could get a story out of that even is pretty cool. I would love, love if there was a contendership for something in ROH out of this. If they looked at each other and said, tournament's over, but let's play a little game. Mm -hmm. um, old friend, because both of these guys are ROH right. guys. That would be so much fun to me, whether it's a, a world title shot, a TV title shot, whatever. But like Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal, just looking at each other, um, make, make – Acknowledge the fact that it's a throwaway match at this point, but make the um, almost nostalgic underbelly of it surface. And I think mm -hmm. you could do some really, really, really fun stuff with that. Mm -hmm. Really fun stuff. Lieutenant Photo saying there has to be a draw somewhere. J Mark draw. I don't need to see them wrestle for 20 minutes. Like, I don't need, like that's, that's a, that's a, that is a large chunk of your time on an episode of dynamite. To watch yeah. two winless guys fight for a full twenty is is it can could be I don't know like that's that's a you're you're banking on there being a lot of people really caring about about this story between two guys who are winless in the tournament to do a full twenty. No, and I think there's I think there's a clean support for for Mark. So just just have him win in, in seven or nine. Like and right. I, I think it could be really fun, but just just make it a match where we're just here to have fun. Like just just call it what it is. Um, but I, I think it would be really nice if if after final battle, when we're getting some resets here, it was a contendership match. I mean, you, you could you could do that for twenty minutes on rampage. You could, but also here's what else you could do. You could have a second women's match. <laughs> you could you could they won't do that regardless. Like they could have no time taken up because Satin, uh, because because uh, uh, Jay and uh, and Mark come out, shake hands, and agree on a double forfeit, and meaning there's all this time available, and they would they would just have Jericho come out and say more stupid things. 
<laughs> Billy, absolute mm. big. Huh? Mm. I got something there. Um, so, yeah, but I, I thought this was good and further established that, like, Roosh, he, he, he's great, man. Ray White straight up cheated to beat him, and he lost to the guy who's undefeated in the tournament, the only guy undefeated in the tournament. So, like, Roosh has, Roosh is one of the top guys in the tournament. He got, he got screwed out of one match and he didn't give up. He was choked out against the undefeated top dude in the tournament. Roosh is really great. And it's important that you establish him as being such because we'll talk about this next week is a major, major deal. Win and you're in. That's big. Um, so the um, penultimate C2 match from the Gold League tonight. Jay White, Mark Briscoe. Really great. Really great. Really, really great. Jay White also has not, like, Jay White lost to Swerve. Um, and um, I, I think he's been um, doing some good stuff, but he's also, he's in a really good spot. He just has to beat the guy who nobody can beat next week. That's, a, that's fun. That's a that's, fun... You it's know? a fun place for a guy who lost a title match to then go. Um, he needed a strong showing in this after what happened at the pay-per-view, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, he also can waffle a little bit. This is He's had this whole stable that's protecting him, and he doesn't mm -hmm. have that right now, right? Juice is mm -hmm. out. Um, so I I like that piece of it. I, I feel like Roosh having a strong showing is good because whenever we get back to what LFI is doing proper, like you're gonna want him looking like the little wrecking ball that he is with the horns, as you mm -hmm. love to say. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's it, it, there are some that are predictable matches, and this was predictable, and it was still great. So, like, that makes me yeah. really happy on such a stacked episode of Dynamite that the yeah. ones that were predictable still didn't mm -hmm. feel like, oh, okay, checked that one off. Like, I still was engaged, right. I still was watching it, it was a lot yeah. of fun, yeah. Um uh, Jay says, are they telling the same story with Jay Lethal and Daniel Garcia? I was telling, buddy, I would really like to see Jay Lethal repackaged with and become a threat in the mid-card, the TNT and international champions. But is that the same story with uh, with Daniel Garcia? Um, no. It, they're different. They're, they, they, they serve nearly the same purpose in opposite brackets, but um, uh, I, I don't know yet. They, they could easily have Jay Lethal, like, turn further to the dark side coming out of this. That's even, uh, that's a possibility as well. Um, but uh, Garcia is definitely the, the young lion trying to like find himself in this tournament. Um, there still exists a possibility for him to do that against Brody King uh, in the final match. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It, a lot of it all, all changed because I thought they were going to do the thing they didn't do, which was to have Danielson versus Garcia be the last match of the entire uh, Robin round, Robin round. Um, where where all Danielson has to do to get into the finals is beat Garcia, who's winless, and Garcia gets a draw. I thought that we're going to do that, and they were going to do more of that. But I listen, there may there may still be more time for that. But I'm I am excited. Garcia is just looking for his dad, like that Danielson promo he after is. that last was it was so brilliant. True. Um, and I I think you're going to see a really interesting mm -hmm. character arc for Garcia coming out of this, even if he ends up winless. But yeah. 
Speaking do the of dance. Characters. Do the dance, Kate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is not it. He holds his fists up and then he does the shuffle. Mm, Come on. Okay. You moved your hands. What's I'm, wrong with you? I, I'm more do the na-na dance more often, to be honest. Hi, Sean. Hi. Uh, How are you doing? There we go. There we go. We can do... Uh, well, let's see. Here we go. I'll, I'll tell you what's fun to use, Kate, and you'll understand this one. Let yeah. me see here. Uh, here's here's a fun one to use. Mm. Bam. Right there. Bada bang. That, layout, that layout's fun to use. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, uh, we got some news. Uh, man, my messages tweets uh, everything exploded with the Ilya Dragunov stuff I know this isn't the the NXT post show or anything like that but Corey Brennan of Fightful actually had that news uh mm -hmm. ahead of time he actually pretty much warned me that it was going to happen so that's why I kind of knew uh thanks Corey because that yeah. was <laughs> that's good to know up front so it was a work is the, yes. the news there right yes uh Ilya is fine it's a work um Follow Corey at Corey Brennan FF. He's doing a lot of great work for us. Going to be a part of the super team for, for years to come. But uh, I get why a lot of people looked at that and they were like, that's screwed up because of the Ridge Holland thing. But right. also it's, it's his level of comfortability. Yeah, sure. You ain't going to hear him be told anything. He hasn't been told before at this point. No, no, it, that's, that is true. It is, it is very odd to me. You would choose a guy who has a, a very public history sure. of injuring a guy's neck in sh in a shoot way, who is a guy who isn't even in NXT, that you would choose to be that's the guy who is the, is the work story angle for Ilya Dragunov, is a, is a, seems very pointed to me, and I don't even know in, in what way. Especially at a non-televised thing, though, too. That, yeah, that's yeah. my my bigger thing. You, you got to know context. that stuff is going to get out, yeah. and everyone's going sure. to go crazy about it. Uh, we got some super chats and humper chats to answer yes, that I have some insight on. JP says, with yes. all the talk around fines for social media missteps, have you heard anything about Brit and here? Uh, her tweet a few weeks back, she doesn't get live promo time while taking shots at MJF. I noticed his ex has gone strangely silent. Mm -hmm. uh, that was just him getting off of Twitter uh, because it's toxic and it's a terrible yeah. app and people are really, really bad on it. Uh, mm -hmm. I had heard about that a couple weeks ago. I think... I won't go into too much detail on that, but it's not a disciplinary thing. Britt was not disciplined by that or, or regarding that. And uh, she's, you know, outspoken, but she wasn't wrong in right. that situation. I've heard of some pretty funny circumstances that led to fines and stuff like that, but it wasn't anything about her. Didn't hear about her or Soraya or Santana getting fined at all. Mm -hmm. uh shy town spurs says on dragon thank god it's an angle what were they thinking booking that well probably exactly what happened tonight <laughs> mm -hmm. probably a bunch of people saying oh crap we got to watch nxt that's probably yeah. what it was um yeah tony p says given we don't know what seth and becky will do in free agency i have a good question if you were AEW and wwe you could only pick one who would you choose between the two if I was both, I would go hard for Becky. No disrespect to Seth Rollins. He is a top-level talent. Right. Becky Lynch is a division transformative talent. Yes. She is a talent of, of which the level you can say, okay, we've really screwed up with that women's booking for a very, very long time, but here you mm -hmm. go. However, yeah. 
I have been honey-dicked into thinking that about Athena, about Soraya, about any number of people, about the TBS title, and they they haven't done it yet. They haven't done yeah. it yet, despite... Despite. But, yeah. yeah. Becky, I would even... No, no disrespect to Soraya or Athena. I think um, Soraya has, has limits as to what she can do in the ring. And I think Athena is unbelievable and doing the best work of her career on ROH. But Becky, any one of the four horsewomen, I feel like is probably transformative in a different way. Even just from the fact that they would bring more eyeballs. And if you're going to sure. pay them that much money... You're probably going to use them the right way. I would, I would hope, because oh, that I is think I cheap price tag. <laughs> oh, I think it would take. Listen, I don't want to put a price tag on Becky Lynch or anything, but I think it would probably take like five million to get her to AEW. That's awesome. So, and it should, it should. She's worth every dime. So, and I mean, that's probably, probably before anybody aggregates it, probably what they were paying CM Punk. But you know, Becky Lynch is a star, and she. She deserves it if if that's you know what she's after. But I mean, there's you know there there's a lot of travel situations that have to be factored in. Like in WWE, they have a bus for a lot of top talent that's becoming very common to be worked into deals. It's a complete game changer. They don't have to worry about autograph hounds in a lot mm -hmm. of places, and yeah, and they don't have to worry about TSA or making flights or anything like that. Right, um, makes there, sense. There's yeah, I wish I could work that into my deal. Mm -hmm. Dong Fallis says nice. info and recurring pay-per-view cities all out Chicago, double or nothing, Vegas, Philly, San Francisco, bigger graps towns than Vegas, missing perennial love world's end wrestle dream moving double or nothing is supposed to remain in Vegas. Um, I don't think it should I, listen. I'm okay with it staying in Vegas. I think they should move it up or back a week because wrestling fans going to Vegas on the busiest weekend of Vegas of the year mm -hmm. is not fiscally responsible. I don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it makes sense to ha ask your wrestling audience. Hey, by the way, pay $300 for a hotel room that doesn't smell like, you know, that an ashtray was like just right. born of it. I think that Las Vegas will remain a, a thing because if AEW could get into the sphere, that would be a huge buzzworthy thing wow, as well. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that this year. Maybe, maybe next year at best. All out should change. It should absolutely change and go to a different yeah. city. Yeah. They get enough stuff already. Um, yeah. I, I think Philly would be a good one for them to hit regularly, mainly because it, flies directly from Lexington. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> How'd you find that one out? Certainly not WrestleMania. Well, there's well, <laughs> there's only like nine cities that Lexington flies direct to, and like three or four of them are vacation destinations, like Destin or, you know, Fort Myers or some shit like that. So Dang. we've got now Denver, Dallas, Vegas, Philly, Detroit, Atlanta, yeah. That's about it. And sure. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's about it. We don't fly directly to New York or uh, L.A. or I think maybe Miami does now. I think we got Orlando, too. I don't know. Yikes. Don't know. Vicky says, money for Fightful, SRS, Alex, and Kate. Oh. Thank you, hey, look, money. Thank you. <laughs> Becky or Mercedes? That's a tough one. Yes. Becky has a more proven top-of-the-card track record just because she was the first person to main event. Yeah. Mercedes brings in a completely different audience that absolutely yeah. would not tune into your show unless that woman is on your show. Yeah. That's that's how I feel about that. And uh, before I leave, uh, uh, Beard says, another question about Becky and Seth. If they become free agents, who do you see more likely to take time off, maybe to be in movies, TV? <sighs> Probably Becky. But I, I reserve the right to see how Seth Rollins performs in this upcoming movie. But we have seen Becky do the Young Rock stuff. I know that she was supposed to be in Eternals. Um, she was in been... uh, one of the Marine movies. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure she wouldn't want us to bring that up. No. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, as far as tonight and AEW, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure that they even realized when they booked the windshield thing that people were going to be like Jack Perry <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Yeah. They should assume it now. They should but, but I know that they knew about it beforehand, and they were like, "Not, not a bad thing for people to assume." Sure. Yeah. So, and uh, also, uh, I thought the crowd sounded great tonight, and I had heard from people there that were like, "This was a more intimate setting. This is the kind of setting we should be running." Right. Unfortunately, they uh, run they they schedule their venues out like over a year in advance. Uh, mm -hmm. in some cases and well, i could I be like a, a broken of, um places too just from covid reschedules like a lot of them still aren't caught up like a lot of i don't know if that's the case with wrestling but i know with music there was a lot of things that got canceled and they got pushed and they got pushed and they got pushed and there's still people that are making good on contracts for stuff like that and yeah AEW hadn't been in front of any live crowds really at that point because 
the majority of their first two years was in COVID. So um, some some of it is out of their control in, in some cases, I would guess. Yep, I think you're right in, in that sense. Um, if I were AEW, I would be running unique-looking venues. Um, even when somebody posted the video of Cody cutting the promo in Jericho, I was like, man, it's it's such a dark show. Like it's very. Right. I know it's the 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 alternative to, to WWE, but I think a well lit show is a well produced show in a lot of ways. And I understand the convenience of running very big venues with nice amenities and production. That is absolutely a thing. You can prepare better. You can have a more streamlined process. Yeah. I do think that some weeks they should maybe take a little extra time and prepare for a smaller intimate venue. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be like the Manhattan center or something like that, but right. places that look different places that when you go there, it, it just looks different. And I'm not talking like Rupp arena where it's got the really big thing where you can't even see the crowd mm -hmm. behind or anything like that. Yeah. No, it just gives yeah. it a flavor almost. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love that when Raw would be at the Manhattan Center or, you know, Nitro would be even Mall of America, something like that. Like, yeah, I would love to see some some different things. But uh, thank you guys for letting me swing by. And Kate, thanks for filling in. Of course. Happy to. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Sean. See Bye. You, you can catch on a weekly basis, too. Sean has a Q&A on FightfulSelect.com where he does a good job of getting you answers or at least asking around about them. Um, underrated thing on Fightful Select, in my opinion. He does a good job with that. Yep. Yep. Um, let's get back to business, Alex. Yeah, let's 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 do that. We have some more things to hear about uh, Jay White and the Mark Briscoe match. Uh, we'll get through those. Um, so, oh, wait a minute here. Uh, back up here. Um, Wags says Jay White and Will Ospreay with Juice and whoever else in a bullet club that just dominates until Jay and Will buck for leadership and leads to a few between the two and a dope program. Crazy idea? No. Say no, again. Not a crazy idea. <laughs> Jay White and Will Ospreay in Bullet Club together with whoever else is along with them, but eventually it leads to dissension between the two and then they have a program. Is that a crazy idea? Not a crazy idea, but it does feel like Will Ospreay has a stable alliance already with Aussie Open. Right. I would love to see a United Empire versus Bullet Club Gold feud, though, any yeah. day of the week. I also had fun booking, and you were like, you're a Dolph Ziggler, Mark. But I think mm -hmm. it stands, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, Juice Robinson is out. If they plan on signing Dolph Ziggler, yeah. I feel like him sliding into the Juice Robinson role would be a home run because of his comedic yeah. ability. Because I could like see him in the guns having a good right. connection yeah. and vibe. They're uh -huh. the ass boys. He does his little hip thing. All right. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And no, I think you um, could do yeah. really fun stuff with Juice and Ziggler when Juice is ready to come back. Like, and for for me personally, Juice was, I don't think I realized it till he was gone, but like kind of the linchpin of all that. Cause I don't really have an interest in like Jay White and the guns. You know what I mean? Like, that just, it feels like something is missing out of that. So I mm. say, bring in Zig. And I say that would suck. So, um, because I do not think that is a good spot for. Muted him. I pulled an SRS and I muted him. How about that? No. Women can mute too. Re I reviewed main event 
for weeks in 2016 when he was the color commentator. And him trying to do jokes is the most unfunny. It's worse than friggin' Jericho. So I don't need him doing comedy stuff. It's I don't even doing comedy stuff. If he wants to, if he wants to, to to bump, fine. But no, no comedy stuff for Ziggler. And also keep him the hell away from CJ Perry. I don't. That was we've done that before, and WWE was terrible. <laughs> I don't want to do any more of that. No, Please. that was weird. Um. Okay. Wait. Bizarro Big L says, "Need me some SGS? Got some BS pulled on me at work. My promotion what? was given to a coworker with no explanation." So I'm a bit grumpy. Well, we're grumpy for you. That's terrible. I will hit and blade them. Right uh, now. The, the match has helped. We got some slappers. I don't see Jay White winning when his last match is Swerve. Swerve will not drop two in a row. Uh, well, that's what they want you to think. So Correct. Yeah. But um, will they? I mean... Um, Big Man Griff says, you give me a run back of the Jay versus Mark match from Lexington. I'll, get, I'll, I'll take that 20 minutes. Um, yeah, th- listen, um, oh, oh, Jay Lethal versus Mark Match from Lexington. Yes. I'll take the 20 minutes. I mean, fine. I'm fine. I, 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 I believe there was something on the line there or a, uh, something beyond just like neither of these guys could beat anybody in the tournament. We're going to watch them fight each other for 20 minutes. Feels like something people wouldn't necessarily I also just be don't- into think like you need to burn your draw on a match for two guys that aren't going to affect the outcome and i i think people want to see mark briscoe win matches too like i think there's people that are bummed that he lost out so Mm -hmm. i think just having just having him beat jay lethal there's nothing wrong with that right yeah um uh, tyrone kid reminding me and the person who super chatted that that jay wax last max is moxley so roosh won't be yeah anyway um uh so let's let's oh here we go. Um we get Vikingo versus Black Taurus on final battle because yeah. uh, Lucha Blog on Twitter a- added Tony yes. Khan and said, please book this. Can you do this? And he was like, Yeah. Do can I have that power? Like I would have been like Tony Khan, please book Swerve and Moxley to a draw. It can literally be the only draw in the tournament. You said there would be draws, and there have been no draws. Why do you have draws? So Swerve and Moxley had an amazing match that should have gone to a draw. Um, but here, the, here's, here's the real thing about it for me. Beyond everything else, maybe there will be a draw. Maybe it'll be Jay Lethal versus Mark Briscoe, as people are wanting, which to me like could not be less of a reason to have draws. If you say there will be a draw is one point, I believe you have to have at least one, hopefully three, where there are draws, where it actually changes the way the, the, the standings shake out. Because you might as well say this. In the event that the match goes the full 20 minutes, we will then uh, have a sudden death overtime, where if you beat your opponent in sudden death, you get 10,000 points. Because you're not going to book that either. So why even say there are going to be draws if you're not going to be draws? Why do you put that in there if you're not going to do it once, even once? They still have two more weeks to do it. I'd be very surprised if they do at any point. But this, to me, tonight, was the perfect time to do it. And I will explain more about that 
after you tell me all of the amazing things about the match because the match was amazing. I just did not like the finish. Match was amazing, and the finish wasn't my preference, but I'm not mad about it. Um, this was... I was intrigued to see which way they were going to go with this because in my head, the finals are the two of them already, but we both know that they have a lot of bloodlust, right? So I was interested to see if this was going to be like a, they were busted open from the second this match started thing, or if the animosity was going to build. And I think the ending of this indicates otherwise, right? But I liked that we got some just like joint manipulation spots in this. I, I like that this was more, of a traditional wrestling match because it is within the context of a tournament as well. Like it should feel like I'm just trying to win. And that's what I actually really loved about this was I felt like there was a really nice balance this whole time of punishment inflicted. And I'm trying to win this match because this is one of the highest stakes matches in the tournament. So I just loved that we got so many of these matches are like, I'm trying to win, but violence is the thing that overpowers it. That's not what we got tonight. We got like a, a healthy blend of both, but this was two guys who are sadistic as hell, keeping their eyes on the prize and trying to win this um, with an ending that I will leave more grace for than you will. I'll put it that way. <laughs> now, um, I do, I will say, the saying, if you're going to put a time limit on it, everyone's going to say, well, what happens in the case of a draw? So I get putting the rule out there regardless of whether you're going to do one. But as Tyrone um, Kidd says, what's the point of not having ties? SMH fail. Is it? This is where the fact that I don't do math is harmful. I feel like a draw would be more interesting on the other side of it because everything's so even. You know what I mean? Right. But well, this feels like the match but, placement to do it. Here's the story. For me, that you that they had at their in their hands a perfect one, and then they moved past it. Swerve and Moxley tying tonight means that we don't know which one's better. Um, and um, I believe the math shakes out that John Moxley would have to beat Jay White to get into the finals. If he drew with Swerve tonight. And Swerve, if you were to have a draw with Moxley tonight, would have to beat Roosh next week to get into the finals. And if they both did that, beating the other two top comp competitors in this division, then they would face each other again in the group finals, where there must be a winner. But we don't know which one's better yet. Now, the way that you have it shake out is that Swerve has to beat Roosh to get in, which is good. And Moxley has to beat Jay White to get in, which is good. But then we get to the final, and it's a rematch if it's Swerve versus Moxley again. We already saw Moxley beat him. So oh, we didn't. But again, we already saw Moxley beat him. He he had the tights, whatever. But we saw him pin him. We saw him pin his shoulders of the mat. Okay. So if you have if you if you have Swerve, so if you have Moxley beat Swerve again. Well, then you've halted all that amazing momentum coming out of full gear. He looked amazing in the tournament until they came up against Moxley and he couldn't beat it two times in a row. But if you have Swerve beat Moxley, like to me, if the if it comes down to Swerve versus Moxley in a rematch, I know Swerve's winning. But if Moxley and Swerve had tied tonight and it came down to a rematch, I would have no idea who's winning. 
And that's always better for me because I watched Brody King and Andrade tonight going like, I think Brody wins, but I honestly don't know. I, you have to have Swerve beat Moxley if they have a rematch in the finals. And and because uh, you have to, and I don't like just no go walking in the movie going. I know, I know what the ending is. I hate watching a movie where I can find out what the what can figure out the ending is two thirds of the way through the movie. I hate those. Did they say if in the finals there's a time limit? No, but, like, but there has to be a victor. Like you have to, be, somebody has to win. I'm assuming there's going to be like a. So you can't draw in the finals, right? You cannot draw in the finals. No, because that would be really interesting if it like right. forced a third right. match. Right. I don't also people are saying if this is true if Switchblade beats John Moxley there's a three-way tie and you can't do a tiebreaker because each guy beat the other guy the same way they did it in that terrible round robin thing they had for the for the for the Cruiser cup on Tuesdays um in the for the for the Heritage Cup which was awful um and forced and bad and I don't want that for this because I feel like if you do that then I also know the outcome, which is Jay White's getting pinned. I don't want that for Jay White. Like, like that that shouldn't be the thing there. I mean, the, a lot of this is also because everyone is telling me Eddie Kingston is winning the Blue League. And if Eddie Kingston wins the Blue League, he's got to face Mox. But if Mox is going to face Eddie Kingston in the in the actual thing at World's End, then he has to beat Swerve twice? No. No, we can't do that to Swerve, can we? Like, this is just to me, it was like, it was a perfect thing. You have these two guys, these great competitors, fight, beat the crap out of each other for 20 minutes. Nobody can pin the other one. And then they get a rematch, rematch and at that point, all bets are off, honestly. I, whilst I don't love the idea of the triple threat, I do think it's interesting because it does feel like any three of them could win because Jay White kind of feels like the dark horse there. Um, and Mox and Swerve might be so busy being the piss out of each other that they forget to win the match. There's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of possibilities. I don't like that triple threat thing either because I feel like it takes away from the magic of, I, I like decisive wins and losses right. in tournaments. Um, and it, it feels like it undercuts all the math just to get to a weird situation. Yeah. Um, but that one I'm I might be able to be sold on. Right. Um tonight the shoulders weren't really down. So and Mox had a handful of tights, right? They they mentioned the tights. I did not hear them mention the shoulder. If they mentioned the shoulder, I missed it. I I felt like the shoulder wasn't down. The check and correct. No, 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 no. I've heard people also say that, but I but if commentary mentions it, that's the canon reason why the guy cheated or why the why the pin okay. wasn't real. So commentary mentioned, oh, he had a handful of the belt. They didn't mention. But I thought Swerve's shoulder was, shoulder up. was up. Usually they should have because Swerve to. reacted that way. Yeah, yeah. And so the the part of it that does intrigue me is, assuming they're going to meet up again, what does that bring out of Swerve? Like yeah. this man drank another man's blood, right? right. So, um, like yeah. him being pissed off that Mox could have been in the way. Okay, then I'm, I then if they mentioned the shoulders, then I I missed it. I, I I mentioned I heard them say the the I was just so pissed that they did they that they didn't have a draw that I was just yeah I was I, I wasn't th everything was going I in like, one way, not the other. I like your way better, but I, it it doesn't like ruin it for me. 
because right. I'll I'll see where it goes. We have a, um, we have a lot of these uh, Humper and Super Chats about this. I'm gonna well, talk let's about talk it. about it. Um, uh, Jam Beard says one of the final matches for Blue League is Daniel versus versus Claudio. Make that a draw match. I don't think that works for the math. Um, I don't think that works for the math. Um, but I I wouldn't mind seeing it. But like. I don't know. People are throwing out crazy ideas like Eddie Kingston versus Jay White. And to me, like that just. I'm not saying the match wouldn't be good. It would be great. But like, that's not the story you're telling. That's not the story you're telling, which, again, is if you'll remember, is why I, I completely washed my hands of the whole tournament when they were telling a story with Tyler Bate and Nathan Frazier. And they couldn't figure out a way to make that thing work in the tournament. Well, they could. They could. They just chose not to in the weirdest possible way. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm with you in that I think that would be a great match and I think it would be a whole bunch of fun and it does play off of their New Japan history really well because Eddie Kingston's the one that sent Jay White packing. Uh, mm -hmm. But of all the players that are possible in the top of the card, if you look at Eddie Kingston's path now, he has to beat the entire Blackpool Combat Club minus Wheeler Yuta to, to get there. Like he has to beat he already beat Claudio, but he would have to beat Danielson again, I'm assuming. And then That's if it is Mox, that would yeah. that would be the ultimate redemption path. Or maybe Danielson beats him and stops him from getting in or whatever. There's all these possibilities, right? right? But yeah. I think throwing Jay White in there doesn't really click. No. Tony Miller says, could it be Jay White sneaks through to fight Eddie to try and get a back door into New Japan through the triple triple crown? I mean, I don't, I'm not in, I don't know, I don't know New Japan lore. I'm watching in the NAEW tournament. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what that, what this back tour and back well, in the, it's, I didn't it's know that. the, so Eddie and NJ have New Japan history and it is, um, it, it could come into play here. I don't see Jay White working New Japan strong all of a sudden. Like that mm -hmm. feels, and like Jay White also being your ROH champion just feels weird. Yeah. Um, Juan Perez says, Mox and Swerve 50 stars, LOL. <laughs> um, uh, Kylie says, "My fave people, Dynamite was fun. Also, why Mox win? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, of the two, I, I was certainly hoping that Swerve would have won because of the all the all the amazing momentum that he has to 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 possibly squash it. People were like, what if what if this is to pivot him going to the world title picture? Pivoting him into the world title picture by having him lose a couple of times is not the way I would pivot a guy into the world title picture." That's just, that's just me. Um, Jordan Scott says AEW has the chance to do something huge. Yike! Uh, have Jay White beat Mox in the next match, and Swerve beat Roosh, and have a three-way tie of Mox, Swerve, and Jay for the gold finals. AEW, give it to me, please. Luis says no. Please do not do this. TK <laughs> HBK did it, and it sucked. Yes, that's true. For those of you who don't watch NXT and you don't watch us review it, uh, that was a terrible tournament. Please do not, not do take nothing I, from that tournament. That's been and, done in good tournaments too, though. That was cruiserweight. Maybe it has, but, but but recently it was done terribly. Um, uh, Meet Norma says, "Here's another small sack of monies for Alex and Kate. Math is hard. Promo code fightful. The uh, <laughs> T2 is a hoot. I'll enjoy wrestling and may Gabagool be with you. Thank you so much. With um, you. Brady Terry says, "Never been this aggravated to see a Mox win." As, as, as one way of putting it. It is kind of cool, I will say. It's a, a testament to how well they've done with it that we're rooting for a draw. Like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jambeard, uh, wait, no, Kaza says, pay-per-view quality show with the exception of the Golden Jets segment. Swerve versus Mox rematch in the finals is going to hit. 
Um, it will. It'll be a great match. I just feel like if it comes down to those two guys, I know Swerve is winning. Because he has to. Because you wouldn't be that stupid to have him lose two matches in a row to Moxley. I just don't think you would. I just don't think you would. Um, uh, I just, I, I, I have to hope you wouldn't. Um, uh, Jamie said, I personally would have had Swerve win even in a roll-up. Because then that means Mox versus White is winner moves on to the semis to rematch with Swerve. Yes, that is also true. Like if if White yes. beats Moxley, then it's White Moxley rematch. I think. Yes. Um, oh wait, no. Because no, if White beats Moxley and Swerve beats Roosh, then it is then it is a triple threat. That's what it is. That's what it is. Dang it. Um, Vosco says I had to mute my friends. Main event was awesome. Main event was awesome. I just wish it had been a draw. That's all. <laughs> The, the match itself was great. Like, it, it was fantastic. Of course, it was going to be with these two. Oh. Um, and, like, I look forward to the likely rematch, right? Right. It is interesting. Mox has just eaten his way through, too. Like, he has 12 points. Mm-hmm. And all of his friends are on the other side. So you can't even be like, my friends were softening people up. Like, that's kind of cool. No, that's not true. Ru- no. Wait. Hold on. Yes. Ah, okay. Hold on. Sorry. No, that's the okay. Math, I'm, the, the, I'm math, the math is the math. The math is mathing. Mm-hmm. Um, Roosh is eliminated. Roosh is eliminated because he's he can win his last match if he beats Swerve, and he would then win the tiebreaker with Swerve, but he wouldn't win the tiebreaker with Jay White if Jay White lost to Moxley. And if Jay White beats Moxley, then it's just Mox and Swerve loses to Roosh. Then it's just Jay White and John Moxley in a rematch in the finals. So Roosh can screw up Swerve and not give Swerve a chance to win. But um, see, this is why it's the if Moxley had lost, then you would have literally two matches, and the winner of each match is in. Yeah. But they didn't do that. That's much better. Like just have them draw, and the winner of each match next week is in. In that's, yeah, that's such a clean, so clean, much clean, more clean, compelling. Clean. Ah, that really makes me upset. Even more upset now. Okay, so let's talk about this. Um, well, hold on one second. Uh, Michael Compton says a Claudio Danielson draw could be um, BD's downfall to final of blue. BD's Brian Brandon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Claim Digger yeah. Brian Danielson. It should have been CDB. Um, uh, Lieutenant Photo says, no blood, freaking heels. Yeah, I guess not. No blood tonight. Okay, so here we go. Um, we got Samoa Joe, who's playing detective. He's Jessica Fletcher out here. Hey, He's you like, know what, Alex? What? Maybe he was trying to trace back someone's internet connection, but he couldn't. Yeah, maybe he was. Because... They were using the best VPN in the game at NordVPN. Do you think maybe that's no, where I, like things started? I don't think that's where they started, but I it's just, possible. I'm not selling all my Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, 
all that good stuff in any combination of the three if they're doing a fight circus or something like that this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys change your virtual location pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the uk in australia etc etc and you can get different interfaces maybe you don't like peacock and you want to check out the wwe network the way that it used to be the way that it was designed to be the easy navigation so on and so forth maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Because you've been no-selling my segues? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm glad it didn't end in a draw. I'm so glad John Moxley won. I'm so glad we got a definitive winner at the end of that match. Yeah. And the Golden Jets, I can't even, I can't. That one's too far. That's too far. Too far. Um, Mr. Showtime says, is Alex, someone behind Alex in the mirror? Scary. There is not a mirror back there. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I I have no idea what that's in reference to. Um, So, so Samoa Joe, I went back there and I I saw a, a, the beer that was broken over MJF last week was a certain brand of beer that a certain cowboy likes to drink. Also, I could smell it. It smelled like Stetson and disappointment or whatever it was. What did he say? It was really funny. This is yeah, that's right. Is there any, that's what he says? Shauna says smells like Stetson and disappointment. Is there <laughs> anyone better than Samoa Joe? And Jericho sucks. Keep it cool, Gabagools. We will, Shauna. Um, so he was, he was setting up a a full dream team of mystery solvers, Jessica Fletcher, Columbo, the Scooby-Doo gang, and of course, Roderick Strong, because Adam Page comes out to confront him. I don't care about any of this, says Adam Page. And then we got, um, Roderick Strong coming out going, Samoa, Samoa. And I was like, Roderick Strong, what are you doing? That guy's right there, and his name is Adam. Why didn't he yell Adam at Adam Hangman Page? I was so. I think mad. that was. I think that was like almost the point. No. No, it was. I thought he done it. Silly. Should have done it. Would have been great. Um, this was a really fun little segment. So with 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 Roderick saying that it, ha- it can't be Hangman because it has to be MJF and and Hangman. You know, but I don't care about any of this. I just want to beat you up and. Um, they decided to attack Hangman Samoa Joe. This is like this is no longer part of my deal. I shall leave now, and uh, and then we got uh, Hangman versus Roderick Strong. Man, I missed Roderick Strong actually wrestling, wrestling like a great wrestler, and not being like, "Hey, I'm a guy who has a fake broken neck." Like actually just wrestling. It's great. Um, Taz talking about like how blessed we are that he's this healed that he was able to get to this point where he could get out of the wheelchair made me laugh a lot uh i don't know why i didn't think of it sooner but these guys are kind of like in that wrestling soulmate world and not in the same way that like hangman and swerve or where the story was there and whatever like they are cut from the same cloth in the way that they wrestle i felt very much and this was very very fun to have these guys just beating the hell out of each other and they're like close enough to the same size and work similarly that like contrasts of styles are fun, but two dudes also beating the crap out of each other that are speaking their 
own language, like the same language is also really, really fun for me. Um, right. This was great. And yeah, Roddy Strong, just being a badass in the ring is, is very, very refreshing. Um, I love the comedic stuff, but it's better when it's balanced out by getting to see him do stuff like this too. Mm-hmm. I, I had a blast with this as an opening match and Samoa Joe is great. Like he's just so damn fun. And these segments that I also like in the same way that I think one of Eddie Kingston's best things as a talker is he knows when not to overstay his welcome. Like he knows when to shut up or to say nothing. Samoa Joe is really great at the, like I've caused my trouble and I'm removing myself from the situation. thing. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's mm-hmm. great. Um, I'll just let uh, these guys beat the hell out of each other. I don't really have that yeah, much of a vested yeah. stake. is is fun. It's really no, fun. The 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 card said we'll hear from Samoa Joe. You heard from me. My work here is done. I'm leaving. I also love Samoa Joe and street clothes. is my favorite. It's the best. It's just him. It's, it's him, but he cannot appear anywhere without the, the towel over his shoulders. It's just. <laughs> It's Listen, the best. as as a fellow large fella, I can tell we I can tell you we sweat a lot. So having a towel with me at all times would probably be a good thing. Um, a bad thing I'm gonna say um, is uh, is how um, is is the insistence of everybody. Listen, it's bad because everyone's insisted upon it. Uh, if it doesn't happen, it just it this this time is. Uh, making it very annoying to cover AEW. And if it does happen, it's a bad thing because it's a bad thing. But but the whole, it's gotta be Jack Perry cause glass! And I'm like, hey, please, it can't be. Please don't let it be that. Please don't let it be that. But also, just shut up about it, please. Please, like, AEW, stop doing stunts revolving around glass with the devil so all these people can stop saying it's Jack Perry because it can't be Jack Perry. Um, so, um, I, I'm not, not opposed to him being part of the faction, but he can't be the guy pulling the strings. Cause that's ridiculous. Um, so, uh, I, after the swerve and, and, and Moxley thing, we cut to the, to, to the NXT parking lot. I mean, the AW parking lot. <laughs> and the, all the, all the devil minions are jumping, um, hangman. And then. The devil is in a limo driving it or a big long continental whatever. And he gets out of the vehicle and looks at all of them holding up Hangman Page and nods very dramatically once. And then I thought they were going to hold him there as he drove over Hangman Page. And he would like jump up into the, in, onto the hood or something. And they'd do it safely, but what, whatever. But instead they picked him up and double like choke slammed him onto the glass. And I was like, that's going to get a lot of people talking. And I was like, <laughs> um, but um, one of, one of them was definitely Wardlow sized. And another guy was close to Wardlow sized. And I was like, how tall is Mike Bennett? Because it's... like, is the kingdom. Could that have been Mike Bennett? Mike Bell has gotten a little swole. Like I'm sorry, like who is because it's definitely not Kyle O'Reilly and it's definitely not Roderick Strong. It's like who who's the guy standing next to because two guys, Wardlow guy and another guy ish Wardlow sized were the two who pit put him down through the thing. So I was like, who is that? Who's that gonna be? I think I'm over the glass thing too, but they've done a really good job at throwing red herrings in there, right? Like the they beer have. bottle, like they have. 
the glass. So like, I'm okay with it. If it's, please don't be him. Um, but I, Mike Bennett's a pretty tall dude. Like he's keep in mind, he was in WWE world for a while. Right. And Wardlow looks enormous, but he's actually like six, four, I think. Yeah. He's not not super tall, but like, I, I always think Mike, Mike Bennett as being shorter than he actually is for some reason, but like, if they're both around six foot three, cool. That's fine. Yeah, I think I I think that's what who it was. Um, um but they've done a really I've I've been very impressed by how long they've been able to to sustain this while yeah. maintaining um interest because it's been going on for a bit. But like they threw Hangman into it, and then Hangman threw MJF into it as so, his own devil or whatever. Like yeah. they've done an excellent job with it. If Wardlow's six two, then Mike Bennett can definitely be six two, and those two guys could be the two guys because I think Bennett is swoller than Matt even. I would say me. so. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, Wags says dream booking Mercedes is the devil, and she had her dude minions attack MJF, and she is sending the message: I'm here to be the top of AEW regardless of gender. Okay, cool. Nah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's it. But I don't think they're um, paying Mercedes money for this many TVs with no. her face not being out there. True. <laughs> oh, Bennett's 5'11? Maybe he was wearing lifts. I'm not sure. Could be. Hmm. Um, uh, Ryan Ben says the NXT parking lot is all elite. Didn't see that. That's true. They got they, true. Give, them, give them the graphic. Give Tony. them the graphic. Give them the um, graphic. Uh, Meet Normus says uh, glass spot equals Jack Perry. Cry me a river. No, I will not cry you a river. No. Um, Chris Williams says, I fear the devil storyline is going to end like aces and eights. Guess who didn't watch any of TNA during that storyline? So I have no idea what that means. Nor <laughs> um, do I. Sorry. Uh, Shytown Spurs says, the real glass is a misdirect. The devil is Stokely. I refuse to elaborate further. Shytown, do you, what inside information do you have, Shytown? Yeah, insider Shytown. Mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling uh, Podcast says, I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. I don't know what that's in reference to, but okay. I Well, I know he should call J.G. Wentworth. Well, that true. He's going to send the cash now. Uh, well, Luis says that that would just mean that Bully Ray is the leader. I mean, I knew Bully Ray was the, Bully Ray was the leader of Aces and Eights. I didn't know that was like the end of the storyline. Okay. Um, and Wags asks, who do you want the devil to be? Ooh. Um, and that will we'll go to uh, Joe O'Toole, which is notice the devil only stood holding the car door so it can still be coal. Isn't it his left ankle? So he would have had to take a step out of the vehicle onto his walking boot, which he has not put any weight on yet. But then again, he could have been working it the whole time. Um, the devil looked bigger than previous appearances. I still want the thing to be. As we get closer to World's End, which... I believe is where we will reveal who the devil is. Um, I still want it to be as we get closer that all of them are wearing the mask. So we never know who the ringleader actually is. So when they get unmasked, we won't know if this is the real devil or just one of the devil's minions. So I would love it if they were all wearing the mask and then we wouldn't know which one was the devil. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm interested in that. Um, I don't think it is Kyle O'Reilly, but if I if I could pick anybody in the world, it would be Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> the Louis says, to be fair, I have a jacket like the 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 one the devil wears, and those things are thick boys. So, 
So, okay. So we might be adding muscle on that way, huh? The devil is Goldberg. No, it is not. <laughs> I, I saw that man spear a fella wearing a Tom Brady jersey, jersey at the Atlanta Hawks, uh, Atlanta Falcons game. Remember, what's the opposite of the you still got it chant? Because that's what we got to chant at Bill Goldberg because he don't. You don't got it. It's a sad chant. <laughs> um, Meet Norma says, uh, Keith Lee and Shane Taylor hose me down Patna. Well, that is yes, that's going to be on thing. Final Battle. On I'm final looking battle. very no. forward to that. They've put together um, a good little card considering they've neglected all of their champions but one. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Miller says, I think for the, from now on, all previously, time previously devoted to Jericho should be given to Big Bill, Ricky Starks, or Billy Starks out of principle. What about Big Billy Starks? No, no, I mean, no. Meet Norma says, soon they're trim Jericho segments so Athena can squash a hussy and cut a quick promo. <laughs> uh, it's Festivus. I'm airing grievances. Less Jericho in 2024. Hell, man, I'm right, right there with you. Less Jericho every year um speaking about your illicit yam bag um <laughs> jambeard says kate going for the new twitch meta thing with this yam bag close-up talk lol <laughs> they have artistic nudity allowed on twitch now alex i don't mm-hmm. know if you heard all 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 nudity is artistic if you look at it like through a, the right like a venus of some yeah. sort yeah right not what not what rhymes with Venus, but like a Venus. <laughs> Jam Beard says, if Okada ever signs with AEW, I desperately need it in my veins. A four-way of dance of, o- of Osprey versus Okada versus Omega versus Danielson. And Darby says, ah, dancing. A dance-off between Daniel Garcia and Okada would be fire. <laughs> I um, am intrigued to see uh, where Okada may end up. Wags says, the devil is Dalton Castle in his voice. No, the Dalton Castle is Liberace. To keep up with our other shows that we do. Keep up with the idea that Dalton Castle is the Liberace to Tony Storm's movie starlet. Right, exactly. Um, uh, Jamal says, any chance Sean Spears is in the devil group? Look at Sean Spears' Twitter whenever the devil does anything. He'll just like do wrong or he'll do a little emoji or something. Like, I would love the idea of Sean Spears as part of this whole thing. If it, I mean, like, it can't be the entire pinnacle because then FTR FTR's in it. it. Yeah, that'd be but, great. like, I love it if it's, like, guys from MJF's past <gasps> who have all banded together to kind of, like, drag him down. Like, Sean Spears got screwed over by MJF. So, like, I would love it if he was part of the group. I, not if he's the devil himself. I don't think that's right. But, like, I would love it if, if Sean Spears was in that. That would be um, really cool. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, uh, I gotta know, if we love that Danhausen and like this hat, do we love that hatted Danhausen? Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know where some people get info, but someone started a rumor that uh, Kota Ibushi is dating Lizzo. Ibushi saw it, denies it, and he asked if Lizzo was a wrestler. So... <laughs> Abushi is such a wholesome follow. Yes, he is. Uh, Matthew Hooks says that I was at the show. Crowd was great. Show slapped. Crowd was good. The the show was excellent tonight. Mm-hmm. Tom LaValle says uh, Golden LA Knights. Oh, back to our pun world. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We don't have we only have seven yeah. of them. 
Um, uh, Trackhound Spurs says uh, gold figure four leg lock. Gold finger four. Oh, gold very good. Finger four. Uh, Justin Holcomb says, uh, man of a thousand golds. Number one, gold bar. <laughs> Number two, gold bar. Number three, gold bar. Gold bar. Um, uh, Greg Cherry Brand says, damage con gold. <coughs> damage, Sorry. damage, damage con gold. Oh, oh, now I know. Damage Katarl. You're spelling it wrong. You're pronouncing it wrong, Greg Cherry. That's how I got. Confused. It's clearly damage Katarl, not damage control. That's weird. That would be uh, Orion Ben says hashtag gold strong, million dollar coin, shining gold wizard. <laughs> and drinking at Moe's says if your package is in golden, gold chew in the in the cold fightful. Um, gold chew. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have um, the blue league and we have the gold league, so there you go. James Zimmerman says we need. A Tony Storm Christmas special. Oh yeah, we do. Yes, Please we just do that. Just do whatever Christmas episode you're gonna do. It has to be Tony Storm doing Christmas special. Elite Biscuit says MJF's past. Cody is the devil. Oh my god! There's not, there's not nearly enough. Oh well, the devil then again, is here to finish his he, story. He does have a broken leg. If it is Adam Cole, it's not Adam Cole. It's actually Cody Rhodes' adversity. So there it is. That's what we got. Um, Beck Darby 13 says Becky is the female Moxley who can carry the company on her back. I assuming that was in relation to the, the yes. Becky free agent talk. Yeah. She really is. She mm -hmm. is one of the most um, selfless in ring performers of, of either gender or any gender, right. I should say. Um, right. And, and she, she has the proven track record that she's one of the best to ever do it, if not the best to ever do it. Right. Um, so, hell yeah, I mm -hmm. she could she could do a lot for that division if they let that happen. Mm -hmm. Alpha Bill says, "Sorry, I'm late." Anthony, a gold gold. <laughs> no need to apologize. Coming in with fire, love that. Um, okay, ES seventy seven sent in like paragraph sized humper chats about this stuff with. But I don't even know what the heck's going on, honestly. I'm totally out of the loop. So maybe you can help out. Um, this whole thing with AEW, WWE, WBD, all this stuff. First off, I really hope AEW can turn things around because I really love this company. My worry is with this rumor of them in the hole, almost $40 million, how in the hell are they ever going to get a billion-dollar deal if that is, in fact, close to being true? If WWE will attempt to ruin AEW, what can Tony do to stop it? I really like, think things like production, marketing, the women's division need to get much better. But more than anything, he has to go after big names from WWE, even if he overpays some. Thoughts? Great show! AEW has been incredible the last couple months, with Nick Khan shopping WWE to Warner. Although, yes, it is business. I think the WWE is sick of the negotiating table, and in the next year or so, we'll do everything to try and destroy AEW. Thoughts? I think... If we learned anything from WWE sold to Saudi Arabia, it's to hold, yeah, hold. onto your pants, hold. And relax, we follow Sean, four, four and a half hour episode of yeah. NXT. One of the uh, most lucrative ones we've ever done. And it was just Sean saying, no, 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 this no, isn't happening. Please not stop. finalized, not, not finalized. We, we, no. we won't know until, it, until it's done. 
Um, of course, I think WWE wants to destroy AEW. Of course, they would love nothing more than that. Um, as wrestling fans, you should not want that because the product will be better. As wrestlers, you should not want that because you can move back and forth. I, I think we're going to get to more a, money. Yeah, we're going to get to a, a boom period. This is not the boom period yet. If it actually continues to grow the way we think it is. Of guys signing one-year, 18-month deals. I'm not being used here. I'll go there. I'll get used. If I'm not being used, I move back. Like, there's going back and forth. Like, there was a weird time where, like, the one, two, three kid went to the NWO and was six for, like, a year, then went back and was X-Pac. Like, there's there's a lot of cool stuff. There's here. also... Follow WrestleNomics for this stuff because they're the best at it. AEW is grossing more money than ever. Profit and yeah. grossing are different, right? Yeah. There are a lot of upfront costs that are sunken yeah. costs until they're not when you're a company. Right. For example, your video games cost a ton of money to develop. But once you have the foundation in place, you're just like adding characters and changing things, right? right? Like this idea that AEW is in trouble is a false one. They're backed yeah. by billionaire. Um <laughs> And they're they're actually grossing more money than ever. And I would imagine you're going to see some big names go over there. I think you're going to see some of the release names. I'd be shocked if you didn't see Mustafa Ali um, show up. And they're going to continue to do what they're doing. They're, the right. sky is not falling. Right. Um, uh, Jay, uh, Jay Holler says the ghosts of MJF's past, present, and future Christmas Carol style for the pay-per-view happening around the holidays would be total schlock. And I need it. So there's <laughs> um, and Vasco says, any chance Alex Hammerstone might be the devil? I've thought about this, but because... A, a devil. One of the devilish people. I thought Hit, Hammerstone and Richard Holiday both being free agents now makes this interesting. I think this started too early for this to actually be Alex Hammerstone because he was not released from his contract yet. And as reported on Five Plus Next... Um, the devils are playing themselves. Right. Um, Wags says, Merry Christmas. Keep up the great work, you too. Well, thanks, Thank Wags. You. Thank you so much. Um, um, uh, so, Christian, as, as we're going to do one jukebox, I've moved all the other ones that, that, that he put on there till, till we'll do it on a different time. It's too, we're not doing it now. But this is a good, a good reason. Um, Christian J says, I was saddened and shocked by the unexpected passing of Andre Brower, the man who played Captain Raymond Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I would add, who played Captain, who played Detective Frank Pembleton on the show Homicide Life on the Street. It's one of the greatest performances uh, in episodic television ever. If you're, It's incredibly hard to find, but if you can find it, watch it. He's so great. That was back, he was like 27 and he was doing stuff on, on TV that I had never seen before. It was, it was from the early 90s. Great stuff. So he says, in tribute, I need Alex and Kate to sing I Want It That Way in the style of Tony D and Tiffany Stratton. This is a thing we do on Tuesdays. You don't have to like it, but we do it. So this is a one time, and then we're going to be gone with the rest of the day. So here we go. All right. Now, okay, I'll, I'll do it in Tony D because you, you asked for it. But it is Backstreet Boys, so maybe they'll be different. People that pop up. As there should know. be. We'll see. How do you want to do this? Because I have um, one voice to do. Right. I understand. You can just be Tiffany Stratton. Um, uh, I, I I think we should just... you. Well, I'll do one line and then you do one line. How about oh. that? I mean, you know how it's actually sung. There we go. You are my fire. 
The one desire. Believe when I say a. I want it that way. But we are two worlds apart. Can't reach to your heart. When you say that I want it I that want way. I want it that way. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why. I never want to hear you say, Malachi Black, I want it that way. I want it that way. This was dumb. Thank you so much for the thing. <laughs> We're going out and That's over. Thank you, though, so much, guys. Um, uh, thank you, Christian. <laughs> I hope we did, hope we did it uh, to, to, uh, to, to justice. Jambeard says, I still think the devil and his goons is the Callus family, the two guys who put Hangman on the card look the same sizes as Hobbs and Takeshita. Maybe. Maybe. They've kept Callus very far away from we here. give them so. chills with our beautiful performance. Good. All right. Where the hell is Takeshita, man? Hey, he's, no, he and Hobbs uh, had a tag match on Rampage versus Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel that took way too long for them to beat those old guys. So, yeah. Um, cool. We're done. We'll- <laughs> We'll, we'll Catch see, us we'll every see you Tuesday, later. and we're also yes. on Fightful Select every Monday. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we've yep. been doing a lot of um, collision stuff on Fightful Select as well, just because mm-hmm. we're both so in love with the C2. So a lot mm-hmm. of Saturdays have thrown themselves into the mix. So if mm-hmm. you like what you saw tonight, please join us there. But other than that, have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. I'll see you guys mm-hmm. tomorrow for the SmackDown post show on the main channel. Well, you, no, you, that tomorrow's Thursday. I will see you tomorrow for the ROH one because I go. know how days <laughs> and times work. <laughs> Catch me and Righteous Reg. You know what it was? I saw because it's 12.08 my time. Mm-hmm. I flipped mm-hmm. over and I was yep, like, I know. tomorrow is Friday. Yes. Catch me and Righteous Reg with your ROH post show. It's the go home to final battle, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Good things are happening on ROH. It's nice mm-hmm. to have something refreshing to talk about. It's followed up by the Impact post show as well as they head into the TNA rebrand era. Um, Joel Pearl was actually at Final Resolution, so have lots of fun stories and definitely won't be badgered by mm-hmm. me asking him about the Josh Alexander and Zack Sabre Jr. tag match. No way. That would never happen. No. All right. Cool. Bye. <laughs> Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.